What's up, everyone? I'm Chet. I'm Jacob. I'm Tyler. And I'm Wade. And we're your host from the Sports Scramble podcast, and you're listening to the Patriot Sports Radio. This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports, from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it. Like the red-blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. Here's Eric, John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio Football Edition. My name is Eric. I am your host. Like it or not, glad to have you with us. So much football, so little time, but let's do a quick census. Chris, where he always is, keeping the engine running. Program Director John is out there in Denver directing the program, no doubt. Coach is on summer break in Oklahoma, barely keeping his days straight. And our new addition, guys, you have no fucking idea what we just went through to get this woman on the show, but she is here. Our new addition, Angela, she will be with us most Thursdays and every other Saturday show, I believe. She's a girl who knows sports. you got to have one of those or you're missing an entire point of view. Not only that, we have special guests, Chris and Katie from the Stop Thinking With Your Butt podcast, and they do some off-the-wall shit over there. They're here to talk Packers, but I'll be honest, I was getting the show together this morning when producer Chris reminded me that you guys wanted to come on and talk about Sammy Watkins. So the rest of my day was all lizard people research. This episode might get weird. Before we get into the football, let's greet our special guests and Angela, at least. We know we're doing good. Um, Katie, how are you this evening? I'm doing good. Thanks for having us on the show, by the way. Love the intro music. Thank you. We like it too. Shout out Saul Oliver. Uh, <laughs> uh, yet another Chris. I'm just going to call you yet another Chris. That's going to be hey. your nickname. Hey, that works for me. We're glad to be here and uh, go pack go. Go pack go. Hey, I love these guys already. <laughs> we just got a thumbs down. John John giving us the, the thumbs down post-it note. Oh, no. Yeah. He's a long-suffering Bears fan. Coach, I... This is a football show, and you know that. You knew that before you came here with that on. But we have to talk about your Tampa Bay Lightning for a minute. You got the jersey in the mail. Was that today, just in time? I actually got it uh, a couple days ago, and I've been waiting. I was really hoping uh, we'd be celebrating a win from last night, but uh, it didn't work out. wasn't in the cards. I, yeah. I kind of think that they... Uh, that 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 was their last gas. So I think uh, I think we're in trouble when we go back to Colorado. But uh, I'm still gonna support my team. We have a unit bet, me and John, and so we're going to. Uh, I'm I'm definitely on uh, on the side of Tampa Bay and hoping that they can somehow find a way to 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 stop how fast the Avalanche are. But we'll talk more about that Saturday. John, are you pricing Denver omelets? Getting your table picked out? Yeah, there's a place right near me called Snooze, so that's probably where I'll go. If they have like a, a waitress mm-hmm. who chain smokes and she's about 62, she calls you hun, you're in for some good stuff. Some burnt hash yeah. browns in the air. Hash browns right. side of ash. Right. <laughs> yes. All right, before it gets all weird with lizards and so forth, Tony Siragusa died yesterday. Absolute bummer, legend of the game. Brett Favre famously asked him on the uh, on the field once, how do you fit all that face in that helmet? And I loved him just as much on the sidelines. 
Chris, I know you appreciate a guy like Tony Saragusa. Coach, I just called him Chris. Coach, I know you appreciate a guy like Tony Saragusa. Uh, I loved him. I thought he was a great um I thought he was a great player. I thought he was even better at commentating. He would do the sideline reporting and they would go to him and he had a uh, some really great segments. He was with I, I want to say CBS there for a while. I'm not sure which network it was, but I I just remember he was there for a uh pretty few years there and they would always go to the sidelines he was so good man because he would he would bring you the obscure stuff kind of like we talk about on this show that isn't really covered and i'm sure someone at a network just cringed every time they went to him but he was always a pretty uh pretty interesting guy to listen to he had a pretty good take on the on what was going on i he's sad to sad to see him go but i will say the last time i did see him he was probably uh north of the 350 mark so uh it happens. Big man. Big man. Yeah. A man after our own heart, though. Yeah. He would he would love Patriot Sports. He'd have been a great guest. John, did you love the goose? Tell me about the goose. How much did you love the goose? I only remember him as a sideline reporter and oh, yeah, occasional kicker. Guy. I knew he had a boot. That's about all I know about him. Uh, so I, I know he's the goose. I know he was pretty fat. Um, he comes from the generation of linemen that just tried to get as big as they could. And that's about it. I mean, a lot of personality. I think, uh, he kind of paved the way for like somebody like Jeff Saturday, uh, to get, you know, into studios and stuff like that. People started to really see linemen as, as more than just, uh, big heavy men and started to see personality come out in some of them. So I think a lot of that goes back to the goose. All right. Gronk quote unquote retired for the third time. Hey, we spent a minute being sad. We did the thing. Angela, Gronk, quote unquote, retired. Let's all go around and say when we think he'll be back. You go first. Um, I'm going to say 30 days. <laughs> I really don't think it's going to last. <laughs> I mean, wait, one dollar, one dollar. <laughs> I'm just going to go in the order of my screen. Yet another Chris. <laughs> what do you think? Is he Is he retired? So I think he's done. Only because... <laughs> When you're out of retire and Tom brings you back in, that's good. Hey, we won a Super Bowl. We did another year. Tom retired. My mentality is I'm checked out. And then Tom comes back in. It's like, come on, man. Uh, I'm not joining you this time. That's where I tend to lean. I think he's got a lot of partying he wants to do. And there are people beating down his door with movie and TV and reality show opportunities. Yeah. And he could leave relatively healthy. You know, why do another year? Fun fact, Rob Gronkowski, Travis Kelsey, same age. I didn't, yeah, that blew me away. Coach, what do you think? Um, I I honestly think that his retirement hinges solely upon the record of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I feel like that is if if they are uh, in a wild card or a um, division leading uh, position, I think that he would definitely be, his phone would be ringing for a playoff run right at the trade deadline or, or something, uh, you know, uh, of sorts of that nature. I think that's kind of a get out of jail free for, for, for Tom Brady. And I think that he would, he would ring that if he needed to, I think there would definitely be a conversation of, Hey, we, we need you and, and get on board for this playoff run. Uh, that's kind of the thing about him is I, I feel like that he is a guy that could literally show up uh, the first round of the playoffs and just wreak, wreak havoc on people schematically wise on on a defense it just it's really hard 
to to adjust to him, especially in goal line situations, which is where he he kind of thrives. I just I think that it it yes he is done as long as Tom Brady doesn't ring his phone and go hey bud we need you. I don't I don't foresee him ever playing another full season, but I could see him signing as a free agent going into the playoffs and 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 just everyone else in the NFC just going really with this guy. I mean, kind of like, kind of like we do. I mean, but that's the way. That's the way I feel about it. Are we saying that he's a uh, Tom's Brady's bitch? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he's definitely is is his Friday, his favorite Friday night guest. How about that? <laughs> An old Sports Center commercials uh, surfaced of Tom Brady blowing into a conch shell, and Gronk just comes running out of the woods. So I don't yeah. think much has changed there. John, what do you think? Week one against the New England Patriots playing for the Miami Dolphins with touchdown Tommy. I'm still on this train. I still think Tom Brady's going to Miami. How perfect of a week one is that for the NFL and for touchdown Tommy and Gronk suited up new team party city. Perfect for Gronk. That's what I think might happen. Him and Tyreek sharing a cell (laughs) could happen. Just saying you heard it here first. He successfully Gronk successfully coexisted with Aaron Hernandez. So I think he can handle a little Tyree kill for six weeks. That is true. (laughs) That the hats off to the man who uh, coexisted with that guy. He was wild (laughs) and and survived it. Well, Tim Tebow coexisted with Aaron Hernandez. Probably the only reason the body count was as low as it is. He inspired the kid a little bit. (laughs) Katie, do you think Gronk is done for good? I think he'll be back. They always come back. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true woman. She knows. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> Coach, did you see this? I bet you did. Um, there's this high school kid, Arch Manning. He decided he's going to go to the University of Texas. Uh, is that a big deal? Should we um, spend a minute on that? I honestly thought it was going to be a big deal here on Sports Talk Radio. It really wasn't. Of course, it's not. You know, people t- tend to downplay Texas here, but it. I was, as we were texting earlier, I was saying it just reeks of NIL jackpot. I mean, I think Texas had to do something there to to land that, and and they're already at the forefront of the whole NIL and and funding players to the max. Uh, Texas, the one thing they do have there is money, um, and and they seem to pass it around quite frequently. I wasn't shocked when I heard that. I knew the the top three were obviously Old Miss and and Alabama and Texas. And and the fact that Texas was in there since the very beginning has just sounded to me like uh somebody is promising him a very uh profitable financial future going forward, no matter how that turns out. With a name like Manning, you're gonna get the red carpet rolled out for you anyways, but I, I always kind of thought that Mississippi was in there as a token to his to 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 Eli um, Alabama. Uh, interesting enough, I, I kind of thought Texas A and M would squeak in there, and, and we'll talk a little bit about that later. But um, yeah, I wasn't wasn't too shocked, but I, I think that was all made on financial future. You know, I, one thing I found interesting about this is the announcement was um, pretty pretty subdued. It just said committed to the University of Texas. It kind of reads like IRS tax code. 
So I, I'm curious to see uh, what this, how this plays out in the future. What really motivated him to go to Texas? Obviously, you don't need too much motivation because Texas is Texas in the grand scheme of things. But if you really look at the last five, ten years, uh, Texas isn't Texas, though. So I, I think a lot of it has to do with campus. I think it has to do with coaching. Um, I, I saw that his final three, uh, Georgia was in there as well, um, but. I guess I, I kind of lost some of my talking points from the beginning conversation that weren't in, uh, wasn't in this. Uh, Eric's back. Hey, John, let me ask you this. Is, is this really a, a, a big deal now with the transfer portal? Because here, here's my take on this. Yeah. For him. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's huge. And, and, and for any recruit, it's really big to declare where you're going. But nowadays it seems like to me is if you just go there and it's not working out, you get in the transfer portal and you jet to somewhere else. That seems to be the way that it, that it's going. I mean, we witnessed that here at OU with a guy named Spencer Rattler, who's now a – I think he's a South Carolina Gamecock. But, um, you know, I, it'll be, it will be really interesting to see at the end of the season or on the business end of a uh, 500 uh, season if he's still that committed to being a horn. You know, I, I would think that – because he's a Manning, there's a little bit of pressure on everybody around him in his circle to stay where you're at and be an outlier. Um, so I would be shocked if he did transfer. Um, and and a lot of that has to do with, I'm sure he's getting some pretty sweet deals from the University of Texas. But also, I, I do think Texas will be good. I think the SEC recruitment opens the door and adds a little nuance to all the conversations that all the recruiters are having. And they landed a, a big wide receiver prospect as well. So I think they're set up pretty well. Um, I think they're going to get waxed um, that first season in the SEC. But I I think they'll be offensively pretty good. And I think that's what, uh, as I was reading the articles, what really drew uh, Manning is Sarkeesian and, and his O-coordinator o- and quarterback development team. So... I think they'll be interesting. I think they'll be better than Texas of the last five years, but it's going to be a learning curve like we've discussed in the past, and they're probably going to get waxed the first couple of years. But um, yeah, timing-wise, that's going to be interesting with, with Arch because he'll be sophomore, junior by the time that they're in there. Well, like any powerhouse school, I mean, you got you look at the ro- – you look at the roster and you go, man, where, how's this guy going to fit in? I mean, some something's got to get. There's only one guy on the field at a time. Where where's all these guys going to go? I mean, they've got they've got Quinn Ewers. They've got a whole stable full of guys. I mean, I, I'm really interested to see how that's going to play out. And in true Texas fashion, I mean, going to the SEC is going to be interesting enough with them. And they're going to start out with a real introduction that they didn't get enough last year when they got took the beat down at Arkansas. But they're going to. Going to get another one uh, to my, or I mean Alabama. So it'll be interesting. They're taking the live approach: buy all the guys now and figure it out later. I want to go back to Spencer Rattler for a minute. Is there demand for that kid? They were they were beating down his door trying to give him nil money. What did what did he do? Is just everybody well, getting paid? He was one of the most highly touted recruits coming out of high school, and and he was could really had his pick. And he went to Oklahoma to, to play for Lincoln Riley, and that was great. And then, uh, obviously, he got replaced by another guy that we all know can play pretty well and, and a freshman that ended up following Lincoln Riley, too, to USC. Um, and, and there was a market for him, believe it or not. There was quite a, quite a market for him. 
I think that uh, him going to South Carolina will also be interesting because I, I I don't think he's that great. Uh, I never have thought he's that great. Uh, if you watch the documentary that he put on uh, about himself and getting recruited, you'll, you'll see he, he just to me he's wired up wrong. But that's just my opinion. These athletic directors and GMs they're like women. They always think they can fix you. A lot of, a lot of these players can't be fixed. <laughs> Especially quarterbacks, you break them mentally, and that's it. All right, let's get back to some NFL stuff. There's some congressional stuff going on. I'll say this thing is going to, we'll get way into this later, but Goodell uh, via satellite, just, just quickly, we have to mention these ridiculous hearings. Apparently, Congress isn't a big enough deal to show up for. This fucking little weasel sat there via satellite and said he has no idea about Dave Portnoy being banned from NFL games. Dave paid $250,000 to win a contest to watch the Super Bowl with Goodell, and then he shut the whole thing down. Didn't take the money, nullified the contest. I think he's aware of Dave Portnoy. Why are we even doing this? We'll get way more in-depth on this stuff when Snyder responds to the subpoena and whatnot. I think he's going to find a way to duck that. He's on a boat in France trying to just hide from this whole thing, but now they're going to subpoena him. Um, I mean, it's madness for Goodell to sit there and say, he does basically doesn't know who Dave Portnoy is when there's a million Roger Goodell clown nose shirts out there. I mean, I don't, I don't believe it for a second. I want to get a female perspective. Angela, You've uh you've heard of the the t- rift between Goodell and Portnoy, yes? Do you uh do you think he's being truthful? <laughs> no, absolutely not. I totally don't. And I think it'll be interesting to see how long he can keep with that song and dance before something surfaces that he actually gets pinned to the table about it. Really. I mean, I totally agree. It's kind of ridiculous, but not out of character, right? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, not for him. This is kind of what he's paid to do is duck questions. I think he also said Dan Snyder's been away from the team for X amount of months and they have pictures of him, you know, unveiling all the commander stuff. So this is going to get interesting, but now it's time to get a little bit off the rails. Let's get um, Chris and Katie centric. Let's talk a little bit about first your podcast. Stop thinking with your butt. What is that? Oh, it's a what isn't it is the better question. (laughs) (laughs) So we just talk about anything and everything. We're really more conspiracy and phenomena centric. We really like to address topics that other people believe and try to figure out why they believe what they believe and if it has any weight behind it. So these people are thinking with their butt. I'm starting to put it together. Some of them are. Yeah. And what we like to do too, is we also look at. You have a voice for broadcasting, sir. Oh, well, well, podcasting is the next best. So in addition to looking at the conspiracy and the phenomenons and everything, right. It's also a little bit of historical context, right? Like where did a person like that even think about it? Right. How, if you just look at a, a snippet, but you don't know the history of it, such as we did an article on royal blood and RH negative, you're negative, then your special psychic ability and so on. Or the CIA, uh, they're trying to collect names if you're negative. 
Well, that started in 1970, but in 1968, they literally created the cure for Rh negatives so women can actually give birth to positive babies without killing them. So if you didn't know that, then you may just be saying, well, hey, they never talked about it before, but now they're talking about it in 1970. So we try to give a backdrop of what kind of happened and, and then kind of make our own conclusions. Or how some people think that all the birds have been killed off and replaced by government robots. <laughs> if it flies, it spies, I love Katie. That if it flies, if it flies, it spies. It spies. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you guys. There's a, there's a guy in a van that drives around Oklahoma City that says that very thing. It's, it's on the side like a billboard. And I've tried to Birds talk to him real. several times at stoplights, and uh, I think he thinks I'm really crazy and the weird guy trying to talk to him. But yeah, it's right on the. Matter of fact, I may have a picture of that. I'll see if I can find it. <laughs> That's yeah. way better than so, the station wagon we got rolling around Milwaukee. I want a birds aren't real guy. It's like well, a grown up. Ice not to give spoiler alerts because we did do an episode on birds aren't real, but I will give you a spoiler on insiders. Uh, it was made up. Right. The what? it was a college student. Not throwing it right now, right? Historical back and around. Right now I went the whole story of like the CIA and their thing that they made, but it's all a big satire. So, you know, college kid saw a bunch of protesters and I was like, you know what be funny? Me go down there with a sign of something crazy and record He's myself. Equally passionate about it is what he said. Yeah. So and they created it because people believe anything. They think with their butts. Oh yeah. <laughs> I get it now. I get it now. I asked a question and I've got a clear answer now. Okay. So some people think that this new girlfriend that Aaron Rodgers has, um, as you guys know, I'm fascinated witch. by this woman. Um, she's into med. She's got, I've been on her Instagram for, for a minute. She's got meditation, super cuts of her just meditating various places. And she's painting her face. She's manifesting things, traveling the world. She can pull off any outfit. She's got a great, she's got beautiful eyes. Some people say she's a witch. (laughs) I say she's misunderstood. Chris, how would I know? What are some indicators that I'm looking at a witch and not just some exhibitionist artsy chick? Well, I don't think there's a side to like lizard people and other things that have like characteristics, which is. Eh, are just are just witches now. However, the big thing that um, you know, Sammy Watkins and this witch is positive vibes. If you hear Aaron Rodgers speak, it's all about his space, his mind, and surround himself with positive vibes and positive energies, and and manifesting what you think. Because some people even think that hey, your your physical body is just your physical body, but you're actually living in your mind. And so, if you think negative, you're going to attract negative entities. And they're going to enter you because they want to feel that effect. So I think he's just trying to surround himself with the positive. So it may be odd, be weird, but hey, as long as it brings some positivity and he gets the Super Bowl, man, do whatever you need to do. That is what I'm saying. I believe in I believe in a lot of those ideas. You know, you get what you put into the universe. You can't walk around complaining about your life and bitching about what's going wrong and expect things to just magically go right. But I have found not to get, you know, all sentimental on this sports podcast, but if you walk around thinking about how you're grateful for the things that you have, you just get more stuff. That's just how mm-hmm. it works. So manifestation to a degree is a thing. Now, coach, you are most likely to shake your fist on the porch at this idea. What do you think? I, I actually am not. I, I actually kind of buy into this. I think that, uh, you know, 
Cute gold dust platform woman. Platform of positivity. As I've spoke several times on this show about, you know, manifesting greatness through Fleetwood Mac. Um, and, and I've actually done that on, a, on occasion, um, usually through a snow of Keystone Light, but it is what it is. And so I will tell you that I, I kind of can get on board with this. And, and, and I, I don't hate this young lady. There's been a lot of negativity surrounding her presentation on this podcast specifically. And I, I just don't really appreciate that because until she is given the opportunity to um, cause Aaron Rodgers not to perform up to my expectations, I will hold her in a positive light. And then once she does that, I will castrate her and burn her at the stake, just like the Salem witch trials alleged. And then, and, and until that happens though, we are fine. And, and I am, I'm very happy to uh, indulge these kind of whimsical ideas. And, and, and as long as it's bringing positivity and touchdowns and, and W's, I can get on board with it. Hey, I'll, I'll torch up the sage and wave it around myself. Hey, now keep in mind too, you do have like Sammy Watkins who thinks that you can redirect energy. Yes. Right. So if you think and, positively, and, you can do a catch. Or and, if you tell someone, hey, slow down or no, 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 he will be slow. So I'm hoping Aaron Rodgers' wife just studies all the member team members of the opponents and just casts all that negative energy. Yep. It's not his wife, is it? Please tell me. Well, not his happened. wife. Not his wife. I apologize. Okay. His, his, his significant other. Okay. I got you. You know, even the deal with Clean. Sammy Watkins. If we're talking about Sammy Watkins of 2015, hey, give me a lizard costume. I'll wear it too. I want to see it happen. But the first <laughs> time he, we go to Sammy Watkins of 2019, I'm going to have a little issue with his uh, bold strategies on getting pre- prepared to play. He's going to score three touchdowns the first week, and you'll never hear from him again. Let's get into Sammy Watkins, the meat of the episode. All hail solar being Lizard King Sammy Watkins. He says the earth is flat, which ridiculous, but not that fun. Most of us have been in an airplane. However, he also claims to be a lizard person, and no offense, but I think he's full of shit. I've put together a list of 10 reasons why our latest free agent acquisition is definitely not a lizard. And I feel like I've built an exceedingly solid case. So time out, time out, time out. He's not one of those people who says there, he's not one of those people who says they, there are lizard people. He says, I am a yes. lizard person. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I, I, I just want to say, are they picking with their butt? A real lizard person would never admit to that ever. Before we uh, no. before we take a left turn at Negative Town here, let me just re- <laughs> let me just reiterate that his his ramblings uh, of a crazy man may hold logic, especially if he is productive in such. I, I just I want to I want to put that platform out there and say exactly. that let's not judge a guy until we see exactly again 2015 Sammy Watkins. You dress up in the green costume. You do Geico commercials. I don't give a shit. But if you want to, you know, be unproductive, then we're going to have some issues about these things. Then we're going to have some issues. Well, I think I've built a solid case why he's why he's a human being. Are you guys ready for my definitive list? Nice. I want to hear him. Number one reason clue. Sammy Watkins is not a lizard person. Number one, he says he is. No actual lizard person would do that. You don't see the Queen or George W. or Obama out there declaring their status as illuminary serpents. They know better than that. Number two. That's what they want you to think. They know that you won't ask. (laughs) He lives above ground. Lizard people live underground in the hollow earth. 
Number three, Sammy Watkins has dark brown eyes. Not the telltale hazel green eyes of a half man, half Gila monster. Everybody knows lizard people have green eyes. Number four, he's played in Buffalo and now he's come here willingly. Hang on. Am I wrong about the eyes? I Not think them. you are. Are they contacts? Or maybe that's just his, because some oh, reptilians can apart. make illusions. I know they can make illusions where, because they can manipulate your mind, right? People can be influenced to see what they're projecting. So maybe he's just his natural eyes and they aren't contacts. But that would require, and I'll just skip to number 10 and tell you why that can't work. Because number 10, lizard people's currency is monoatomic gold. And he has never asked for that in his contract, like Aaron Rodgers and others have done with Bitcoin. They need that stuff to shape shift. So he definitely would have asked for some of that by now. He's also played in is Buffalo. Is there a manual on this? Where, 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 where are you getting these? You don't even know the shit I got into today. So keep in mind too, I can I can quote you a bunch of stuff. That doesn't necessarily mean like I'm I'll I'll fall on my sword on this stuff. That's why I think it's fascinating, right? That there's people who fully do believe and we're trying to give a spin that it's yeah. But keep in mind too, in twenty uh two thousand, there was actually an interview of a lizard person that was published as a forty nine page document. It's actually called the Lacerta Files. So if you want to learn about people saying and admitting that they're lizard people. So counter you, Eric, point one. It happens, and they've done interviews. So look it up. Okay, then explain this. He played in Buffalo, and now he came <laughs> here go. willingly to play in an upper Midwest climate. Do you guys know anything about lizards? His body would completely shut down as soon as he stepped on the field in November. I mean, I don't know any warm-blooded lizard. Also, lizard people feed on negative emotions and human strife. Sammy Watkins scores mm-hmm. touchdowns, with bring, which brings joy to millions. Not to mention, his favorite food is shrimp, not sadness and despair. He also drinks Gatorade on the sidelines. He drinks Gatorade on the sidelines, not the life force of sacrificed victims. Also, I googled this. He has human parents. Nicole McMiller and Sammy Watkins III are not lizards. Man. I saw a picture of them. That is a solid case. He's missed dozens of games with a nagging foot injury, which he needed not one but two surgeries for. Why didn't he just cut the foot off and grow a new one? Exactly. Because he's a human. No observable psychic abilities. If he were psychic, he would have gotten himself on a Super Bowl winning team by now. But that gives us hope. Maybe he came here because he's psychic and he knows the Green Bay Packers are about to win the Super Bowl. Man, Eric, that is about the most ignorant stuff I ever heard. Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I felt great about this. I called it airtight. Hey, and that's why, you know, you're living your bubble. People have their own bubble. They, they're living their own life. But there's so many counterpoints to everything you just say. But it's it's okay. Well, we won't hit too much. I got to brush up on my cryptids. I've got a question. Yeah, go ahead. Where did all of this... Where did all of this start? Where did lizard people start? Which dipshit <laughs> came up with this theory is my question. So there's a couple of different lizard people, right? So uh, the, there's lizard people that okay. feed off a of negative energy and are part of the global manipulation. That was created by David Icke, right? And that was probably released or revealed around the early 90s. David Icke, basically the Al Michaels of England who all of a sudden went crazy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's 20 years in like really? the BBC. And then he said, you know what? Here's my normal hat and I'm going to go crazy <laughs> and uh, predict the end of the world. Guess what? World's still here. And uh, so now the world's still here. There has to be some political manipulation. And uh, he started calling the Israelis lizard people. So that kind of got him turned off. Eesh. So, yeah. So they're, they're like, you got to get hold back on that lizard people thing. Yeah. If you're going to do the lizard person thing, we're going to need you to keep it general. All races. Yes. Yeah, so, so now he actually only talks about oh, the global world and he leaves the lizard people out because it's offending to me, people. All right. So this uh, BBC Al Michaels type with a sterling reputation all of a sudden in the early 90s decides he wants to push this theory about lizard people. Does he talk about why or how or, or what evidence he has? Yeah, he, he has sworn statements. Oh, go ahead, Eric. That's all I know. <laughs> You you know the specifics. Oh, no. I know he went somewhere. He stood in in between some ancient rocks and he convulsed. And after that, he believed in lizard people. Well, he also said that he was the Godhead, right? The son of God, but not Jesus, because we're all son of gods that he can connect with the eternal people. Right. And so he just started to listen, started writing books, started to just attune himself to the universal consciousness. And just start creating all these things. And he had eyewitnesses, whether it's the queen of England is a, is a lizard person. Oh, here's a person who partnered up with Diana and they were doing cult type of bloodlines, blood rituals and go from there. And just a lot of eyewitnesses that, yeah, global manipulation. So lizards basically roll everything. And it actually ties to the Anunkai on the hybrids, humans. And we go the whole big history of, of that, but they were the first humans. This thing goes all the way to the top, John. We're gonna blow the lid off of this. Oh thing. man, it goes I'm all the way back. The way I, I, I can't, I can't summarize it all in like this. It's just boom. I've heard, I've actually heard similar. There's, there's different versions of this in different uh, theories, and it's not worth it to go into it. But I've heard similar stories where it's, it. I mean. It's a long walk to get there, but if if you truly believe it, then okay. But yeah, there's it's whether it's Illuminati or the Rothschilds or or whatever it is. There's always there's always this elite group of people that are uh, that oh, are pushing the button. Though, like if you hear Sammy Watkins, right? He said that we can only see one percent of the visual spectrum, which is actually true if you look at the range of X rays and all this stuff, right? You do see about one percent. So, what's happened in that other ninety nine? He believes, and others like him, that there's you can attune yourself to different vibrations, and there's multidimensional and things of that nature. So, yeah, so that's where sometimes lizard people come as they came from that multidimension. That is wild. <laughs> You're welcome. No, that's I, I I've I talked to somebody in the last two weeks who believes wow. that. So, come listen to our I, podcast. We have a whole episode on it. I've heard there's 12 million of them. I don't know. I think Keith Olbermann must have gone to this same resort that David Icke went to. That's the only explanation for him going from the awesome guy I used to watch before the bus stop on SportsCenter to a complete whack job. All right. 37 minutes. So, so even though I know there's that lizard people thing with Sammy Watkins, I think the bigger thing that for him is the, the, the energy piece, which is a little bit different than... The, the lizard people and so on. Right. Because uh, I, I think he believes with his mind, right. And the ability to influence others actions based off his positivity. He seems to be 
going down that route more than, yes, he's a lizard person. And well, good job. You're a lizard person. What's the positives? Well, you still get injured. So that, that sucks. And you know, I expected to make fun of Sammy Watkins at the end of this. And instead I've decided that I'm definitely drafting him to my fantasy football team, because here's what's happening. Sammy Watkins, Aaron Rodgers, and blue of earth are all having little face painting seances and whatnot. And they're getting on the same wavelength. This is going to be like the Stafford cup breakfast thing on a psychic level. We're talking an average 27.5 PPR points a game. He just needs to be consistent. If you want him in the draft, coach, you're going to have to reach for him. <laughs> all right. We don't want to leave Chris a full hour to edit. So I'll wrap this thing up. Chris and Katie, first tell us where we can find you on the interwebs and your show. You can find us anywhere you like to listen. Apple Podcasts. Yep, and uh, we primarily are on Twitter as well, which is Stop Thinking WYB. That's easy enough to remember. Thank you, everyone, for listening. There are more and more of you all the time, I swear to God. It's so encouraging to see a positive reaction to what we're doing here. If you enjoy this show, please consider giving us a five-star review on Apple, Google, whatever platform you're getting us on. Everything is interaction-based. That's how you climb charts and get noticed. These reviews are working. We're seeing them. So is the magic algorithm. You guys are listening to entire episodes and multiples in a row. They say men are afraid of commitment, but I have graphs and charts that say otherwise. It helps a ton if you write some words in there. And honestly, it can be anything. Hey, that host guy is incredible and most definitely 100% not a lizard. Or tell us your favorite favorite Tony Saragusa moment, either on the field, the sidelines. Doesn't matter what you type in there as long as a little... AI bots come by tonight and see some text in there. It's all positive for us. You can follow us at Patriots Pod on Twitter, Patriot Sports Now on Instagram, and Patriot Sports on Facebook. Don't forget to check out our golf podcast, Plus Money Golf, and follow those guys at Plus Money Golf on Twitter and Instagram. All one word. You can follow Chris on the Twitter and Instagram at PSR Producer. You can find me on the Twitter and Instagram at PSR Host Guy. John is too cool for social media and coach is too set in his ways to learn a platform other than Facebook. So that just is what it is. Angela, where can the people find you on the interwebs? I am on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Angela and Daco, go find me. Twitter, Angela Tida. How do you like that? <laughs> we love it. Until next time, be good to each other. Chris, kick that outro music. You've been listening to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media, like we are, this show is for you. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.